What up, fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, we had a lot of heated debates. What do these NBA Finals mean for Giannis's legacy? Could he become the greatest player ever? We also rank these three quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Kyler Murray. And then we check in with Eagleson and his ridiculous peanut butter. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles. A collapse. Oh, blocked by James. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant took the jumper. He oh, got it. And the Lakers lead. Mamba out. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sediment. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Co-host, longtime best friend, and now officially a member of the hole-in-one club in golf. I hit a hole-in-one yesterday, Jackson. Is that all you're going to leave us with? Did you play all 18 holes? Yes. 6.45 a.m. tea time. Let me paint the picture for you. We're on the fourth-ish hole, and you let me know if this is as impressive or is it more impressive or less impressive? Get up to the tee box, do my little dancey dance. Don't take a practice swing because what is that going to do for me, right? Um, hit a long drive, long, and it, you know, going to golf. The ball has a mind of its own, so whoosh, sliced all the way left of the fairway. Totally couldn't find my ball. We drive up. We're on like another hole's fairway to the left of the hole that we are currently playing. Looking around for my ball, can't find it anywhere. All of a sudden, I hear uh, uh, Abe from my roommate who I'm playing with, and he is standing over the hole of a total opposite hole that we're playing in. So I managed to drive the ball and slice it so far left that it landed in another hole's hole. If you ask me, and this is the, the response I've gotten from multiple people, I think that's more impressive than a regular hole-in-one. It's more unlikely is the word you're looking for. That doesn't necessarily mean it is more impressive. I don't think, I don't think that's true. It's, I think they're synonymous. I don't think they're synonymous, but I think it is impressive. Technically how bad of a drive you could have possibly hit. Well, it was a smaller, it was a smaller course. So it wasn't that far away. Right. Uh huh. It definitely was a slice. Yeah, I mean, you can't really hit it on another fairway straight or you were lined up in the wrong way. Whatever. I got a hole-in-one, and you can suck it. I have a second thing on my mind. I Well, first on the golf thing, I wanted to address something. The Glizzy Granoff, which I'm all about. Love Glizzies. Love the, the name of the exercise, mm-hmm. rating all the hot dogs. Where where did you play the other day? Yet yesterday was at Westwood Golf Club in West Deptford, New Jersey. Rank that golf course out of ten, like the course or the hot dog? No, like everything that kind of goes with it. Like how nice of a course, like Pebble Beach versus Westwood Golf Course or whatever the hell it was called. Six, six. Okay, ish. That that's my point. Is your rating came in, I think, like a seven six, and you just t- you just started the Glizzy Granoff. Okay, I get that. It I've felt gotten like it came. I know in really high. So, dude, my first my first one was at an eight point one, and I was playing at a 
listen, I was playing at like a private country golf country club golf course, like some bougie shit that I would never play. Listen, I understand I started high, so I set the bar. In my defense, truthfully, they were both fantastic hot dogs. I know it feels like you're hard when you it feels like you're when you're starting a campaign, you kind of want to give a start at the bar a little low. But I, I'm telling I'm telling the whole story of the Glizzy, and they were both fantastic hot dogs. I actually considered today going down to my local 7-Eleven and getting one of their hot dogs just so I could maybe lower my average Glizzy rating. Unless 7-Eleven has not some a fire. golf course, it's not a golf course. Exactly, they're strictly going to be golf courses. I understand that. I've only done two so far. Listen, I've played a lot of different golf courses before I've started this uh, campaign. I'm bound to have some shitty hot dogs, like just remembering off the top of my head. It just so happens, by luck, I've been very fortunate the last two hot dogs I've had on a golf course. But speaking of glizzies, I want to talk about LeBron for a second. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have had that man's glizzy in your mouth for two decades now. So Speaking of glizzies, and just bear with me here, I want to talk, about, I want to talk about LeBron for a second. We all know he's the greatest basketball player ever, greatest off-the-court basketball player ever in terms of what he's done for a community, this, that, greatest basketball movie producer ever. I assume Space Jam 2 will be pretty good. I think he might be the horniest basketball player of all time now. <laughs> Did you see his Instagram story the other day? I mean, a DILF and a MILF on a Tuesday morning at 9.30 while we're all enjoying our cup of joe and catching up on the newspaper. I, listen, LeBron. You got a movie coming out, a children's movie, nonetheless. (laughs) And you're posting a picture from the premiere and calling yourself a DILF and your high school sweetheart wife that you've been with your entire life a MILF. Listen, I'm getting into this whole let's start to rip on LeBron thing for everything he does off the court, not on the court. This was weird. This was another mark in the book where it's LeBron. What are you doing, dude? I would say ones that come to mind. Um, Daniel. Are you House. talking about horny? Yeah, Daniel House. He got kicked out of the bubble, I think, for inviting a, a lady in, or or maybe Delonte West, or maybe interacting with someone already in the bubble. Lou Williams left the bubble. No, just a chicken wing just enthusiast. A chicken wing enthusiast. I'm trying to think of other su- Ben Simmons. I mean, this man just, will literally do anything in the offseason except work on his jump shot. I, you know, I plead the fifth on that. But Delonte West, notoriously horny for his, his past. Um, yeah, I mean, that just came out of nowhere. A children's movie at the premiere, and you're condoning adultery? It does no, feel like adultery. LeBron's moving back into not sucking a little. Like his support of CB three in the finals has been nice. You all right? Um, he just is rooting for his kids. That's cool. Jack, Jack, Jack. Wait, 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 wait. Oh yeah, that's cool that you root for your kids. Congrats, you're no, a dad. but like he had a really um, rough stretch where even you turned on him, which is bad. That's bad. Just Jack, I'm still turned. Just wait. Just wait until let's say Chris Paul goes on and wins Finals MVP. There will be some Instagram post of them both holding Finals MVP trophies. A picture of them from when they were in their younger days, LeBron on the Cavs, Chris Paul on the Hornets, where LeBron will somehow turn yeah, it into it about himself. We Chris, we did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We we talked about <laughs> yeah. this. We did it. We are finals so MVPs. It sounds like you're kind of over LeBron at this point in his career. 
the, where I stand on LeBron is, and this was after the th- come three one comeback. There's nothing anyone can say do at this point in my life to convince me that there is a greater basketball player that's ever lived on planet earth. Now that that is so solidified and engraved in my brain and I've accepted, you can argue all you want. Speaking of which MJ was at my local beach yesterday, but anyway, um, now I can have fun, right? Because I spent so much time and energy defending this guy and now I actually think that people are kind of on board. Maybe not you and others, but what? there have been there has been a growth in the LeBron goat side of it all in the past few years. So now that I'm I'm content where I am in that, and I don't feel the need to argue with anyone. Like I don't even entertain those conversations anymore. And now that I'm at peace with that, it's like okay, I wasted so much negative energy in my life, and and time and and google and basketball (laughs) reference researches to try and defend this guy now that nothing's changing no matter what like maybe i did feel a sense of vulnerability when you and i would argue about mj and lebron back in the years because you would have good points but there's nothing anyone can do anymore to convince me otherwise now i could have some fun making fun of him i've never done that and it's like i've made fun of i have made fun of 95% of athletes that we've ever discussed on this podcast, except LeBron James, you know, there comes a time. Fair enough. Good. And when he, when, and when, and when he turns horny at a children's (laughs) movie premiere, that's the time. Good transition into some legacy talk. Giannis. We're recording this before game four of the NBA finals. As everyone knows, your legacy kind of comes and goes with this event, which is the NBA Finals. LeBron's played in, I don't know, 11 of them. them. It's it's insane. Year 18, by the way, 11 of them. And, you know, Giannis has a very, very rare opportunity. He, second player ever to go 40 and 10 in rebounds. LeBron did it in those 16 finals. He went 40 and 10, 10 assists, and 40 and 10, 10 rebounds. But, only him and Shaq are the 40 and 10 guys. Giannis is ESPN, ESPN tried to slide that in. They, the they messed night. it up and I called him out on they, it. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't mess it up. They did that very no, 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 they did mess up the graphic cause they put rebounds and they didn't. Yeah. I understand that. I'm well, they, saying they tried to slide that on on purpose because LeBron owns 51% of right, the network. Right. Um, so he's already having the best fight. He is having the best NBA finals that we have ever that we've seen in the past 20 years besides LeBron James which is fucking nuts to think about that is like actually insane Dirk literally beat LeBron in a finals by himself like KD averaged 30 in a final Jimmy Butler last season had a bunch of great games Kawhi there was no finals last year Leonard's done great but like Giannis like on a hyper extended knee two weeks ago, we came on this pot. I no, 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 We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We are that. absolutely we're not, doing that. We are not doing, doing the hyper extended knee. knee is mind boggling. Point being, because point, no, what do you no, mean? we're no, we're not, mean, we're not, bro. We are not. No, what shut are up. You talking we are not. About? You know what I'm talking about? And I, the last thing on earth i want to do on this episode right now is bring up the 76ers but there were a few weeks ago when the sixers were still at this point a few months ago i don't know um where the sixers were still in the playoffs where i would maybe 
point to the fact that Joel Embiid had a torn meniscus and he was playing yeah. on that. And you were saying, I don't want to hear anything about a torn meniscus when he's going out there and averaging 34 and 15. Giannis is healthy. Listen, what he's doing is yeah. amazing, but don't try and add on. I on actually a hyper would encourage you to day. find the tape where Embiid was playing great on the knee. I think it's, I think it's text I, messages. I, th- I think it made it more impressive. And I think that's what Giannis doing this on the knee. All right. You want to remove the injury. Where I'm all coming to is if Giannis comes back from 2-0 down, which is the same as coming back from 3-1 down, same amount of games, which is just a, a – No. Really? It's not? It's not two games? It's oh. not two games? All right. That's come not on, the dude. point. But the point is if he wins his title at tw- – I can't believe you just tried to twist it At 26 like years old, he will have every accolade in the book at 26 – and we'll have his title and finals MVP before LeBron ever won his and before Jordan ever won his. And LeBron will have only gone to one or two finals because he lost two before he won in his third attempt. Giannis will be 1-0 in the finals, coming back down 2-0, will put up just absolutely nuts numbers. But more importantly, legacy-wise, I, to- I told you this on the phone. I, I wanted CP to get there. Because, like, I was just sick and tired of people like you. You've changed up, whether or not it's because you bought a Top Shot moment or because everyone kind of changed up. But in years past, you've always said Chris Paul is a loser, right? Like, he's a loser. He can't get it done. And and there was truth to it. He never could get over that hump. It felt like getting to the finals, getting two games away. If they were to lose this finals, it's not because he's a loser and he choked. It's because the Bucks were maybe the better team and Giannis was the best player in the shit, whatever. And it feels like the narrative around CB3, whether he has zero rings or one ring, like it's Allen mm, Iverson. That's right? a, no, no. He does. He does have. He does have a ring. We saw all the Chris Paul getting to yeah, the that. finals. The way that the league talked about him, everyone was posting how happy he looked. Chris Paul exactly. got a ring. That, like I, I actually wouldn't be surprised if someone gave him a fake <laughs> ring. Here's your going to the finals. That's ring. that's my point. And so for me, who's the base Chris Paul fan? Him winning that ring is cool and it's awesome, but it's not the end-all be-all. And I think I'd rather have Giannis win this ring because the potential of what we could watch and the legacy that we could live through. Like, I think some of your most fun times as a basketball fan, Abe, are watching LeBron's career arc and like every step of the way getting there. And if Giannis at 26 has LeBron beaten, Jordan beaten. He's won defensive player of the year. He's two time MVP. He's a finals MVP. He's 40 and 10 nightly in the NBA finals. And then you start to think about what could he become? They want Luca to be the face of the league. They want Zion. They want Emmanuel quickly. Like they want all these guys to be the face of the league. But Giannis could be that guy. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I was wait. I wasn't sure if your screen froze or your audio cut out. No, you were going really quick. And I was just like, Luca, Zion, yeah. whatever, Emmanuel. What the? But my anyway. point is, we could see that. And I'm not even saying if he gets a jump shot. Like, he could literally be the best player in the league without a jump shot. He is right now, today, in this current state that we're in. So, what do you think of, of Giannis's legacy at 26 if he comes back and wins the finals? It's It's big. It's big if he wins this finals for all the reasons that he says. But the reason I think it's different than your MJ, than your LeBron, than your this, 
is because Giannis has had so many playoff shortcomings in recent memory. It doesn't feel like Giannis overcame all of those in this postseason. Yeah, he's been good the entire playoffs, but there's there's been stretches where it's like there's playoff Giannis. And it's like, do I see the makings of do I see the makings of Giannis winning this and that propelling him into being this look Giannis could take the title of the best player in the league after this that's how everyone will paint the picture call the police just (laughs) call the police I didn't say that I would someone for I didn't say that I would but this is how you do it this is where you do it Kevin Durant is not in the NBA finals right now two weeks ago Jack or three weeks ago who was the best player in the world Kevin Durant was playing like the best player in the world yeah and now who's the best Giannis. player in the world? And and so it changes it changes from a narrative standpoint, it changes every two weeks. So hypothetically speaking, Giannis goes on to win this finals. He's the yeah, best Kobe player Bri- in the world. I mean, Devin the was Kobe Bryant a week ago. So I, I hear what you're saying. I wanna exactly. I wanna offer up two things. One, I wanna fact check you. I think the cops are coming for you if you can't hear. Um, but I want to fact check you Giannis moments. There was literally game one in Brooklyn. That was his only bad game in the playoffs game two. They got blown out by 50 ever since then. He won a game seven in Brooklyn on the road. And then I'll give you the injury, right? That's why if I atone yeah, now, by a toenail. but they won on the road game seven in overtime. That's an insane victory to come from the title favorites. But on the flip side, KD was, or not K- KD Harden was hurt. Kyrie's out for the game so i that's why it kind of feels like it, and it does feel like he's not conquering lebron james right that that feels you know like- why because and and this is not me being a bitter nba sixers fan right now you can't look me in the eye and tell me that this nba finals has had the nba finals feel that we're used to over the last few years it felt like and maybe we were spoiled because we had two of we had debatably the greatest player of all time versus debatably one of the best teams of all time for four straight years. Like we would wake up in the morning as non Cavs Warriors fans. I was like a fake Cavs fan and like be like jittery until nine 59 where the game really, is supposed to start at nine really o'clock. Just like is LeBron going to go off? How are we going to discount what he did? Who's going to, like, I actually had to wake up. I had to wake up this morning and ask myself, is there yeah. a game tonight? Like, I think like the hype just isn't there around the this NBA is finals. I'll say to that. What? And I, I get it. All titles are created equal, essentially, minus last year, except keep the jewelry, and this year for obvious reasons. But it just like doesn't have that Agreed. NBA finals. And, it, and it's one of those things where, in the moment, you, you're going to say all those things. But five years from now, and what we're talking about is legacy. All you're gonna, you're not going to remember Wednesday morning, July the 14th, when you woke up, how you felt. You're going to look back five years and be like, Giannis rattle off four straight wins. I'm going to look back in five years and say, how the fuck did we lose the Hawks? <laughs> that, that is well. But you'll look back five years and be like, either you know Giannis lost his first finals or he won four out of five against Phoenix and went 40 and 10 in three of those games. And he's a finals MVP. And we're talking legacy. And so like, if he gets that one, I literally think he could be considered a top 15 player ever already. Yeah. Wow. I mean, what does it take? To it takes a lot. I, mean, it takes I can't, a lot. I can't, I can't, I can't. It, it takes does a it? lot. The top 15 are, are special, special players. And obviously given his, 
how many of those top 15 have more than two they don't. ranks? That's my point. He wouldn't actually be, but there is an argument that, like, if you want to start placing him in the top 25 players of all time already, at 26, you absolutely can make that argument pending. They do end up winning the finals. They are down 2-1. They did crush in game three. You and I both feel like the Bucks are going to win tonight. It's probably a really good chance that Devin Booker comes out, scores. Suns are going to win tonight. And we're going back to Phoenix and it's Suns in five. And this whole conversation gets blown up. But I just thought it was fun to talk about while we have it. So I've always said Giannis with a jump shot will probably be the GOAT because yeah. what? And Giannis without a gut, uh, jump shot, if he's got a finals MVP at 26, that, that book will be open. That's all. You know what? You know a book we can we close real quick? The Giannis should win finals MVP winner, win or lose. That I've seen that a few places on Twitter, on the television, because of what the numbers that he's putting up and they're gaudy. When LeBron James averaged 35, 13, yeah. and nine and yeah. lost the finals, the MVP of the series was the guy who held him to 35, 13, and 9 because he was it's titled. Once, once they moved to Iguodala on Tim, check the numbers. But I get your point. So let me ask you. Let me ask you. At that time, when Iguodala won pounds MVP and everyone agreed he didn't deserve it. Yes, I was beating I was beating a dead horse okay. at LeBron so showing MVP. Because LeBron didn't But because get he didn't, Giannis should not. Giannis Got is it. not allowed. Okay. All right. Correct. I just wanted to clarify that. I just wanted to clarify. Correct. Uh Nobody ever from here on out should win finals MVP if they didn't I'm win cool the finals. With that. Because and I'm cool with that. Andre Iguodala won finals be fun MVP. To see how LeBron fans take in Giannis going off and his supporting players playing terrible and them costing him the finals. It will, like, if he puts up, continues to put up these numbers and loses the finals, it'll be fun to watch people like navigate, right? Because the whole thing was. By people, by people, do you no, mean right, you? No, it would be you. It'd be your type. Well, you'll be on It'll the be- other side, trying to like frame it. Like you'll you'll do an uppercase letter, lowercase letter, whole scheme. Like Yadis do do do. No, I just think it'll be interesting to see how those your type do that. But you know what? Actually, I kind of want someone to win Finals MVP when they lose. I think it would be really funny to see them on stage with the team that just won the finals, just miserable as shit, holding a Larry O'Brien, yeah. not a Larry, yeah. a Bill Russell. I'm trophy. trying to, you know this, what? I want Giannis to win it now. in this finals that Chris Paul's played three good games. It's kind of over, but if no one was playing well and Giannis was playing that well, like it would be interesting. It was also like Steph should have just won the finals MVP. It was dumb that they gave it to Iguodala because for, because for two stopper. games, he, like, limited him. Um, let's move to Tokyo. Or first, the boys are in Las Vegas. And Team USA can't beat anyone. Nigeria, nope. They lose to Australia, right? Beat, beat Australia. Lost no, to Argentina. No, beat Argentina, oh, nope. lost to Australia. And then Australia played Nigeria and beat them by 40. So if you do a little quick maths there. I've got Australia by 60 over Argentina. Um, I haven't really been watching, just been seeing clips. The one narrative that's making its rounds, though, is the FIBA rules are killing the guys. And I'm kind of loving it. What's been your take? And explain what's going on. The, The take is this is hilarious. 
that the USA is just getting washed by these countries. And I'm not going to go Stephen A and disrespect the Nigerian basketball team or the Australian basketball team, captained by no other than Matisse Thibel, who had a block on Kevin Durant, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, the, it's, it seems like Bradley Beal, Tatum, all these guards are looking to draw the fouls and they're looking at the FIBA refs and the FIBA refs are like, <laughs> what, dude? Like this, this isn't the NBA. And it, it makes me think that like, if like Trey young and Harden were there, it would be even a lot funnier, but the Olympics, there's no, I don't care if they started out into this, that there should be no reason to worry. If the USA tries at a 70%, 40% level, they should walk to the gold medal. I understand. I don't league, know. Basketball is getting better around the world. Do you think so? Jack. Like, I guess the question is, like, why haven't U.S. teams won in the past? I just don't think they, like, try. They, like, they don't care because they it's a mentality that they can do that and walk there. So it's like the effort's not there. But I would like to have a conversation about Coach Greg Popovich. He's everyone says he's the best coach in the NBA and, and he's earned that title until he retires. I'm not going to argue that he hasn't done shit in quite some time. <laughs> both overseas and both in the United States in the NBA. I think he's the one to be held liable at this. But with a team, let's paint a picture. Damian Lillard, let's go to the back to the NBA. Forget Tokyo. Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Bam Adebayo, and Brad, did I say Bradley Beal? And whoever, you, versus <laughs> Matisse Thibel, Joe Ingles, Patty Mills, Matthew Dellavedova and Kangaroo Jack. If that was a seven game series in the NBA, what would you predict the margin of victory would be and how many games it would finish in? Like there's no, and Australia is probably a team with some, with most NBA players compared to other countries that the U.S. is going to face. There's literally negative excuses for winning by anything less than 10 every game, every single game, you don't need LeBron, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Giannis, even though he's not American, to Steph, to go out and beat these guys. The NBA has the top of the top players around the world. And these are all, and I know we throw around the term superstar a lot. We're not going to that. These are no, all those are all-star players. The majority of that starting lineup is the majority. Majority is more than half. There's three there's superstars. Two, there's two superstars. There's three, there's there two are superstars. absolutely three superstars on that team. There's Kevin Durant and there's Damian Jason Lillard. Tatum is a superstar, you're a bona fide idiot. Jason a Tatum superstar. is a superstar. He is a super a superstar. Star. How is the superstar? How did the superstar he did do amazing. this season? He scored 50 points he against did. the fi- his team he finished seven. Fifty point. Dame, what, what did Dame Lillard finish? I'm sorry. What did Dame Lillard finish? Sixth. Sixth. Right, but you got to earn the title, of superstar. I Dame's don't care. been around for you a gotta while. Become a superstar, and Jason Tatum is a superstar. I don't know where the Jason Tatum gobble glizzy gobble has been. Jason like, when Tatum's did you develop a this syndrome? Superstar. After no, Luka Doncic is the best player about, in the game. Sure. But He's you just a said young. Superstar. There's, there's maybe oh, ooh, 
Is that an ant or a he, spider? If you don't think Jason Tatum's a superstar, Got it. I can't help. Sure. Ready? Let's name the superstars. I'll name mine, and then you say yes or no. And I'll tell you where my list ends. LeBron. Wait, LeBron. Giannis, Kawhi. Wait, wasn't he up. the seventh seed? Was he not the seventh seed? Okay. Please on. shut up. LeBron, Giannis, Kawhi, Steph, Harden, Joel. Shut up. Dame, Luca. I'll say Anthony Davis, but... I don't want to. Jokic. Jason who am I missing? Tatum. Jason no, I'm Tatum not. is absolutely That's it. a superstar. That's it. No, it's not. Just because you see Deuce Tatum on Bleacher <laughs> Report a few times a year doesn't make him a superstar. Yeah, everyone loves him, and he's on his way to being a Kobe Bryant-type player and all this. He's, he's arrived. Spectacular. He has absolutely he- arrived. Yeah, correct. All right, I'll As agree with that. He's arrived. In order to be a super, in order to be a superstar, you got to stay there. Hell no. He's a star. Jason Tatum is a star. He's not a superstar. You, I, I, I hate how we throw that term out. Like it. he's the cutoff for me. Booker, no. Mitchell, no. Trey Young, no. John Morant, Zion, quickly. Why is Tate, I don't understand why superstar. Tatum is and why is Tate why is Tatum a superstar Devin and Devin Booker, Booker is, like is not, not even clearly the best player on his team. Is it? I think it's pretty clear. Is it isn't aren't you the one that said Devin Booker's the guy but he's, Chris he's Paul the has the impact? Yeah, I think D-Book is their guy, but he had 11 points last game, you know, in the NBA finals, Kobe, Kobe. Like but Jason Tatum is the cutoff for me. He like 50 in a playoff game leading your team to a win. And he's been there. He's been to conference finals. He's a superstar, in my opinion. All right, he's we're going to take a quick star. break. After the break. Gonna yeah, make yeah. A poll. We're going to make a poll on. But yeah, you know what? Gonna, I'm going to lose. Right. I'm going to lose that poll. You need to set, no, yeah, it's because the audience. The standard. I have you a need, I have a bo- need to write your definition of a superstar. I'll make I'm gonna I'll okay. make a guy I'll make a guideline. I'm sure the guidelines and then you make yours. I'm so cool with no. I want you to make the guidelines and then I I, I do. I don't think but you do. I'm gonna play devil's advocate and make sure that every single one of those players fits under that definition or that they don't fit under that definition. I'm going to have to make yeah. like the longest, like yes. if, if and yes. Excel clause ever and see who pops out and just, just compute it so that Jason Tatum's <laughs> name doesn't saying. appear I don't anywhere. Think, I think that's my point though. I don't think you'll be able to create like multiple reasons why some of those guys are, and some are not. I think Jason Tatum's a superstar. I think you're just very infatuated with Jason no, Tatum's. Game. I actually was against it. And early in the season when he wasn't getting to the line, I was, what changed? I watched him develop over the year, and he's he's. I'm trying to think. He's of great. Be- no, but he's I'm a great to, star he's in the super, league. Like Devin Booker's like lethal, right? That's why he gets the Kobe comps. Jason Tatum can do everything Booker can do, but better. And that's like outside of Kevin Durant, who's a better scorer in the league? Pure score, superstar score. Who is a better pure scorer in the league? Steph Curry, Not, James mm, Harden. Like, in terms of you just pure cannot scoring, which that. is also another weird. I'll what, get is, my what, what, what does right, that we're mean? Take a quick break. After the break, we're figuring <laughs> out where Ben Simmons is going and how the Knicks are acquiring Colin Sexton. We'll be right back. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, fam, we are back. MLB All-Star, uh, actually, real quick. Tick pick, I saw them post a tweet. MLB, it kind of clicked for me. Eliminate one of these things that you would put on a hot dog. Ketchup, mustard, relish. That's a that's an auto relish. for you. Every, it's every, my, my go-to glizzy, and this will have be on every glizzy that I review on every golf course. One line of ketchup, okay. one line of mustard on each side. Never touching. That's kind of creepy. Okay. I said I would eliminate ketchup actually i no i i always get with ketchup ketchup i get all three normally so just thought i'd throw that out there use code jack when you're buying glizzies i don't i don't not like relish i just answered the Uh, question mlb all-star game vladdy jr wins all-star game mvp the al has won eight straight years how does that happen and have you called your local loan shark for next year when we bet everything we have on the nl like eight years People have people have been calling their loan sharks yeah. for the past, but we four haven't. Years. You know what I mean. But we haven't, and you're right. So we'll take out a loan for, or we can just take the money from this episode. <laughs> so we'll take out a million, we'll put it on the NL next year, and if the AL wins by that time, we'll probably be making two million an episode. So we'll just double down the following year and keep doubling to four, eight, and at the end we'll just break even. But at least Darren Rovell will tweet about us when there's an $8 million wager on the NL to break the streak. We'll have kids. We'll have mortgaged their entire future by the time the National League wins. The NL will win by the time the All-Star game disbands. Yeah. The broadcast was pretty hype about the state of baseball, the young talent, all that stuff. And then the, which is very accurate. We've talked about that a ton. And then the other thing they were like, the All-Star game is the best professional All-Star game because it's the closest thing to an actual game between these types of talents. Does the all- MLB all-star game do it for you? Like they play competitively. They can hustle because there, it isn't physical and there is no really chance of injury or at least high chance. I mean, Max Scherzer almost got his head taken off. Um, no, the all-star game does not do it for me. However, yeah. the home run derby does. And, and I thought about it and I had this conversation. It's like, if the NBA dunk contest had the top of the top every year, the Zions, the Zach Levines, it wouldn't come close to the hype that the home run derby brings because for the dunk contest, it's like, yeah, you can have these names and they're doing these crazy dunks, but if they miss the first dunk, it's like, eh, it never really does it. The format that they do it, the names that they put in, the home run derby is the cream of the crop when it comes to what about, all-star what about the three events contest? in sports, I feel in my like that's a closer draw between the two 
doesn't do it for me either. Really, it's just the same. I don't know. Do you are you gonna? Yeah. Did you I, watch the home run the derby last, the other night? Yeah, Mancini. We it's were exciting. Really for, obviously, it's exciting. Be more, but Alonzo just crushed. He was on fire. Except the best part of the whole thing. <laughs> We got to give Pete Alonzo a title. I think he's the nah, biggest dweeb in sports. This 12-year-old kid tears his ACL and he's... Oh, I saw that. But even like before that and his interviews and everything, he just gave me big dweeb vibes. Um, speaking of dweeb, dweeb, Ben Simmons caught out in LA partying. Caught out... Yeah, caught 21-year-old out does Wimbledon 21-year-old things. on a date. Okay, and James Harden's getting arrested with a little baby no, no, in Paris. No, no. I, you don't hear yeah, a peep about that on this podcast. Anything about his offseason work. But what I did hear is that my boy Daryl Morey has officially put Ben Simmons on the trade block. Which know. isn't like news, but I think the reason I think the reason that it holds weight now, the fact that the Sixers and maybe I'm off base with this because of how inept their PR department is on a year year after year basis. The fact that Shams came out and said they're starting to field offers makes me feel like the Sixers are getting offers that they feel that at some point they're going to be comfortable with doing one of them. And it's like, okay, we can let this get out because now it's real. Like you wouldn't have that report coming out if they're fielding offers, if it's Malcolm Brogdon in a second. Um, it seems like Ben is gone. It does. But at the same time, I'm still standing pat. I think there's just as good a chance he's on the roster night one as there isn't. I truly believe they won't just do a deal to make a deal. About as low as it could have after he decided not to put the ball in the basket, Mm -hmm. which for those listening who might be football fans or other fans of other sports may be confused because, yes, that is the intention of the sport. But that was about as low as it got. Even you, who held a lot of Ben Simmons stock, were a seller at that time. Oh, speaking of Ben Simmons stock, we're actually approaching the year or two year. When were we in Atlantic City for your birthday? Last year? Last year. I bought a Ben Simmons PSA 10 optic base or whatever. I looked on Star Stock today just because I was curious. In one year... I bought a Ben Simmons card. I am down 70% on my investment. That's fair. That, I mean, yeah, that is fair. I can't argue the market I, there. <laughs> I don't know what I expected to see when I logged on. But speaking also, remember the yeah. competition that we were in with Starstock? I got a Kevin yeah, Porter card. Yeah, you did. You from did. placing fifth. Um, but what All I right. was going to say, it feels yeah. like you are the leader, but there's been a little buyback on Ben Simmons. Like, you guys aren't going to give him up for pennies. You wouldn't even give him up for Brogdon at first. You also made that highness claim that you wouldn't take Cade Cunt. It was so heinous heinous that it was highness. No, no. I still stand pat on that. But we're not going to go down that. Anyways. I'm not. Because, no, the whole reason, and I saw a tweet about this, unless the Sixers scrap literally everything and go back to total square one the players or players that they receive in this trade for ben simmons have to have to fit with joel Embiid's timeline and that and then you're trading for cade cunningham and and olympian jeremy grant who can't even beat nigeria or australia 
doesn't align with the Joel Embiid timeline. Okay, and so you need, I don't cannot, think that, that's which fine. I think is, I don't think that, you can argue that. That is fine. And my argument was, I think his, his window is more than one year. Like, initially your thought was, we need the guy that's going to come in next year and make the difference. I think it's one in the next three. We agreed. We agreed. Player for player, just strict value. Not fair it's a fair deal. But, you but for what it. the six Anyways, you guys claim that you're only doing it for essentially Bradley Beal or um, who's the other guy you might want? Oh, yeah. That uh, guy, he goes by the name star. of Damian Lillard. That's not going to happen, at least in my best guesses. It just doesn't feel like anyone's going to give up their superstar for Ben Simmons. But that's what Sixers fans claim they're going to go for. And they claim they won't go. For- ah, Jackson, Jackson. Have you ever heard they of the trade machine? Anything less. I actually do think a trade happens. And I think it'll land closer to that Brogdon offer, which is a very good player and a first for Ben Simmons. Because I don't think you're going to be able to tackle Matisse and three firsts and get a superstar. Maybe you can. But I just don't know what the market for Ben really is. A, a third team gets in the mix, trades their young players to a team like Portland. Yeah, you, I just, you never know, man. It's Daryl Morey. He's shown the ability to make the trades in the past. I truly, and I've never said this about a, a Philadelphia. That's not true. I said it about Howie Roseman after he won the Super Bowl. I rarely ever say this about a Philadelphia executive. I trust Daryl Morey. I trust so, Daryl I've also seen that Colin Sexton's on the trade block, which blows my mind because he's like 23. He's a great young player. I know he's up for a contract soon, but he's like a pretty good player. And they always reference like he has one of the worst plus minuses in the league. That just means he, yeah, he's and not he a great pass passer, the but ball and stuff. There's all those plays a lot of minutes on the worst team in the league. Your plus minus can only be so high. I don't get why he's on the block in the first place. I guess Cavs fans don't want to pay him. Plus they have Garland that he's been rumored. The Knicks apparently are the emerging suitor, which we know means nothing at this time from, from, from yeah, Sexland exactly. to quick sex. But what about Ben for Sexton? That one's again, I, again, completely in my opinion, doesn't align. I mean, I, maybe game. you're maybe you might, all right. You might be higher on, you might be higher. On the but worst team, no, nah, no, he's a great score. Let me ask you a question: How many, how many, how many points could Kyle Kuzma not, average not on the on Cleveland Cavaliers numbers. last year? No, no way. Probably twenty-two. No way. Probably twenty-two not points. On those efficient numbers. He's a good. He, he's a he's a what, really good clip? score. Wait, is it that? And I disagree. I think he. You like Zach Levine, right? You're getting four more points per game. I did a really bad team. Like, what's the difference here? You know what? What Come is on, the difference there? So that's an interesting one. The offer that was thrown out was Obi Top and Kevin Knox in a first for Colin Sexton. If that's the package to go get Colin Sexton, there should be 31 teams calling the Cleveland Cavaliers. And the Knicks would probably be the last to get him. Obi Toppin, that. Say that again. Pick. Kevin Knox, top 10 pick and a first. And Simmons, top Colin 10 Sexton. pick. I mean, yeah, you do that a snap so. of the fingers if you're but, Leon But Rose. you do have to pay him close to a max. That's where people – and like you said, if he's not that good, he doesn't pass that much, all that jazz, maybe you don't. I personally, as a Knicks fan, would favor that trade. I think yeah, you're just – Yeah, any player 
No, see that. That's why I'm fine with keeping it. Can't be fine because if you want to find a player that aligns with Joel's timeline, it's not the guy who is not good for the team. That's why I want to trade him. <laughs> so, I mean, if we knew at on July 14th that your only available people would be Beal and Dame that you really want, but. I don't think it's going to be there necessarily. And I'm just curious who's going to get caught. Will it be Portland who can't find a a fair trade or the wizards, or will it be the Sixers who do have to take that step down to Brogdon type? I think you can add, I think you can add pieces to this team. Keep Ben. (laughs) What if if you could sign Lowry and then make, make the Cade. That's, that's what I think we're going to do. First off, that's not a real deal. We just discussed that on Instagram Live. We're not speaking that into existence. Um, but if you sign a guy like Kyle Lowry, you oh, move you Ben to a point forward them? with Joel and shooters around. I think we easily could. You can't. You don't trade away a Ben Simmons in a sign and trade. Chances are, if a team is doing a sign and trade, I they don't have. I the, don't do the, the cap, but to it's tough to think of a scenario. Ben well, Simmons no on one a does max, the cap. Joel it doesn't Embiid exist. On a max, Tobias on a max, and Kyle Lowry at thirty-five million a year. If Kyle Kyle Lowry is not getting thirty-five yeah. million a year, yeah, no, I bet not. you year. I you bet you bet sign right now? two years, seventy plus million. Speaking of bet, we got to go back in our text messages hey, when we drafted finals. finals teams. Who do you think has those teams? <laughs> <laughs> we just got to double check <laughs> because That's that was a correct. double or nothing on the I, Kevin I'm Durant bet, right? Triple down that I have, I have the best chance of winning that bet. <laughs> just get a double check. We did it on the you know, Eagles. Maybe I, I don't know. Go back and and figure it out. I know I made you take the Sixers, but maybe you ended up with the Bucks. I think you got the Lakers and the Sixers though. And probably the Clippers. I think I got both LA team. I think, yeah. I mean, chances are a team with Giannis and Chris Paul, <laughs> there's a good chance they're on your side versus mine. But right, it's been a good just episode. Just want to check the, the car facts. We've got one more for you. We're going to rank these three quarterbacks on underdog fantasy are in the same tier. So Patrick Mahomes is QB one in fantasy this year. Without a doubt, his floor is ridiculous. His ceiling is ridiculous with 17 games, given the way offense is moving, given the way you can't defend the pass, given the way that we saw the bills just pretty much get rid of the run game and just said, throw all game long. I don't think it's out of the question that Mahomes could theoretically touch 60 touchdowns in a season. It'd be a little over four a game. It would be blasphemous. But the way that offense goes, I think I don't think he'll do it per se. Point is, he's QB one in that next tier on underdog fantasy, partially because all three of these guys are running quarterbacks: Joshua Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Kyler Murray. That's the order on underdog. It's very small gap, but it is Jalen, Lamar two, and Kyler three. We're not. We're just using that as a framing. Use code Jack on underdog fantasy. But now we're actually going to discuss those QBs heading into this year. Where do you have them ranked? Number three, Lamar (laughs) Jackson. Listen, after his breakout year two years ago, every fantasy writer on planet Earth predicted there would be some form of regression. There was no regression in the run game because you just can't catch him. 
and there was no improvement in the passing game. And overall, when you come, when you come off an MVP year, that you're going to overall go down. Again, I see the same thing because you're not going to be able to catch him. He's not getting any slower. The running will be there. It's just the same thing with the passing. Will his passing improve? And I have nothing to base that off of to think that he will. So for that reason, I have Lamar three. I'm just going to file file through him. And I have Kyler two because last year there were – it was Derrick Henry, it was Dalvin Cook, it was Kamara, it was Chubbs, and it was Josh Jacobs, if I remember. Those are the only players in the NFL that had more rushing touchdowns than Kyler Murray. Will that happen again this year? Probably not. There will be some regression in the run game. But I think I view Kyler as a better passer of the football than Lamar right now. And I think he'll continue to make strides in this passing game. So from a fantasy perspective, I still think he'll put up crazy rushing numbers. But because he'll have that uptick in passing, that's why I have Kyler too. At number one, I'm with underdog. I have Jalen. I mean, his arm came out of – Josh Allen's arm last year was Julius Randle in terms of where the fuck did this jump come from. Another year under his belt, another year with Stefan Diggs. He can run with the football and everything. People are going to keen in on the arm and everything, which is only going to open up the run game. And I think we got to give some respect to Josh Allen, who took his team to an AFC championship. And I think, although we're talking about from a fantasy perspective, it's only still going to go up. I don't see his arm getting worse. I only see it getting better. And because his arm is getting better, I think that'll open up more opportunities for him on the ground. So from a fantasy perspective, Lamar, Kyler, and Josh Allen, though I will say – same shit though. I will say the gap between all three is minimal is minimal. I don't have any problems with any order unless you have Lamar one. So with that being said, why don't you go one to three Lamar Jackson as expected to counteract your points. Yeah. We haven't seen Lamar's jump in passing since his MVP year, two years ago. Um, It's been the same. Lamar Jackson's arm has been, has been Ben Simmons' totally offensive fair. game you, since he's entered the league. Yeah, started kinda, somewhere well, and just ben, stayed a flat you know, line off a cliff. But, um, but oh. my only counterpoint is Josh Allen's jump last year. I mean, he went from fifty-six percent per game to a very average quarterback to the second best quarterback in the league at points last year. Rodgers was the MVP. Mahomes was the best quarterback in the league. Brady won the Super Bowl, but Josh Allen was in that tier all last year. That jump may or may not have coincided with getting Stefan Diggs. It's tough to say, but Stefan Diggs is going to be there next year. So I expect things from Josh Allen. That's why I had, mm-hmm. I have him number two, but on the Lamar front, I was talking from a sports perspective. The guy's 30 and seven in his career. The guy just added a first round pick, another first round pick. You get your O line back this season. You also Hollywood year three. You've got you finally. <laughs> wait, wait, I, wait. Think I think Hollywood's going to be a good receiver. He Hollywood year. Sh- Hollywood, Hollywood year no, two was supposed to be Julio. Once he put on yeah. a little. No, no, you did say that. You posted comparisons that we don't need. Julio, because we because Hollywood put on a little size. I've always been Team Julio Jones because I think he's you did. like the best receiver ever, maybe. But um, 
you finally have the weapons for Lamar to say, okay, if he can't pass, then that's who he is. Once again, does not make him a bad player, just has shortcomings similar to Giannis. Josh Allen, number two, everyone wants to get on the Josh Allen hype train. Totally fair. I think maybe let's go more than one season. Like we said about Lamar two years ago, regression could be coming. Defenses could adjust to his style mm-hmm. of play. And 4,500, 4,500 yards, 37 passing touchdowns and eight rushing touchdowns from yeah, it's Josh silly. Allen last it's, year. It, it's That's not stupid. to discount what he did. It's just to say, I don't think, and, I, and to say that I think 4,500 yards can be easily eclipsed and he could throw for 5,000 yards with his arm, and I'll give him a floor of five rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Can he add on he, four extra ones? Probably. He looked amazing last year. Everyone will get on Lamar for the playoff game against the Bills. Josh Allen was just as bad. He was bad in Kansas City. He was honestly fairly bad against the Colts. The Colts should have won that game, if you recall. So he did get those two wins. Mm-hmm. That's all we really care about at the end of the day. And then Kyler, number three. This is a really tricky one for me because pre-injury, Kyler Murray, fantasy-wise and efficiency-wise, was like playing. I mean, you remember the Kyler MVP talks. It was Russell Wilson for six weeks, like every season. And then it was Kyler Murray by week eight for a little bit. Then he kind of got nicked up. Then he went really bad in the second half of the season. And when I'm evaluating Kyler, it's really tough because he's in such a friendly offense for his game with how they play and he has deandre hopkins like you have deandre hopkins for kyler and you have stefan diggs for josh allen and like lamar jackson had willie sneed but hey but you have a but you have year three hollywood and so that's tough to evaluate pro offense for him and then pro d hop being one of the best receiving league but like i think cliff kingsbury's one of the worst coaches in the league he's terrible he couldn't win with He's handsome, but he couldn't win. But with, he's, he couldn't but he's win hot. With Patrick Mahomes. Like, think about not being able to win college football games with Patrick Mahomes. That's like impressively bad. So it's very tough for me to gauge Kyler. I I am starting to lean. I was kind of off the Kyler train for a little. I thought he he had a fluke start to the year. No, don't you have to be? Don't you have to be? And I think after this year, fast forward one year from now when we have this conversation again. We'll be ranking Kyler Lamar. Yeah, and we can Hurts. rank them. Just a speed I, dual threat. We can, I mean, we can rank him now. We could absolutely <laughs> rank him now. But it's tough to evaluate Kyler for me. I think he's going to have a great season. Uh, and what I've learned from drafting on underdog, there's like a lot of really exciting talents in the league right now. Like every offense, because what you do in underdog, you stack teams, right? So like you want them to be correlated. If Kyler throws a mm-hmm. touchdown, you also want to have DeAndre Hopkins on your team so that he throws it to him, you kind of get the double. In traditional fantasy, not as much, but in this format, you do. And every stack, I can like besides like a few, I can get really excited about. I'm gonna try and max enter. How many which teams will be do you have? Fifty teams. No, no I, I only have like. You 25. don't have that yet. It takes a while. It's expensive too. But you tweet a lot like tweet, the Browns you offense of you can get excited about. Baker, Chubb, Jarvis, OBJ. You can talk yourself into you can Shit, I saw you can Jaylen get excited Rager, about the Eagles offense. I saw Jalen Rager on my draft. You don't know board what to expect. Like, he was a first round pick like last year. With so much with so much unknown about 
if Hertz is even good or not, Devontae coming in, Miles Sanders, a new coach. Like, there's a reason to get excited about the Eagles. Now, we're guessing, which you're not really guessing with other teams because there's history behind them and there's stats to prove why they can do this. But with threats like that, knowing what they can do. Yeah, the Eagles, I mean, Hurts. Hey, man, watch out for those Eagles this year. He was like a top. There's a, there's a stat fantasy, that is fantasy. good for Jalen Hurts out there about like his. Yeah, well, there was also a stat a few years ago that over the last That's five correct. games of the season, but Sam Darnold was But you can get excited about a, a Carolina sack. Darnold, so. CMC, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, no, Terrence you can't. Marshall, Dan Arnold. It's kind of... <laughs> there you go. I just got excited about um, Sam Darnold. All right, Eagleson, hop in here. Let's talk about, I think we're doing a little off-season what the puck. Andrew Andrew Eagleson comes in. We say, Andrew, before the show, you got any uh, what the puck for us today? He goes, yeah, I got some off-season what the puck. It's not that exciting, though. It's hockey. <laughs> and Newsflash, also, if Eagleson, you don't think it's, it's exciting, never been that are exciting. the listeners going to think it's exciting? So bring us something exciting. doesn't have to be hockey. can be whatever you want. I know we had a discussion about peanut butter. The stage is yours. Mm. Well, three. Wait, our – no. Are we having this we peanut butter doing... conversation first? I mean, it's not a conversation. It is a conversation. Andrew and I got – so for all of you that are DMing me, and I, that, there was no, there's not just been one person. Some psychopath that lives on this planet um, took a photo of peanut butter wrapped in essentially a, a meat container, which is like saran wrap with the styrofoam, and said this is how Canadians buy their peanut butter. Now, I believe them because of the whole – Milk no in a bag, yogurt in a yeah, bag. Pretty much everything up there is wrong. No, ch- like I, they had a leg to stand on. But I sent it to Eagleson. I said, "You're fired if this is true." <laughs> and he replied back with a photo of his canned or containered peanut butter that every country on planet Earth uses, but it was crunchy. Listen, I I am the biggest peanut butter enthusiast that you'll ever Me find. Too. Like I I actually have a very bad addiction to it um but crunchy isn't it crunchy isn't it and that's not to say crunchy isn't good but it's just not it and i understand you're a huge crunchy enthusiast like it's just better like there's just more peanut butter like what like what's not to like about it it's that's that's it's the little that's that's wrong nuts there's less peanut butter because there's little nuts that that's like more of the little peanut butter no wonder you failed your freaking personal life credit card class it's just better that's peanut just butter better. 101 i actually jack i think break this the stemmed potentially from me tweeting out what's the best thing to put peanut butter on i should have clarified that i wanted i was thinking of a healthy yeah. snack um yeah not not those not your dog not or like your grandpa the, or something um, like that all the treats that everyone was saying although ritz have you ever yeah, tried peanut like butter fine, and celery because it's like that's celery. really good Yo, I got ripped apart in college a few years ago, and this has been an ongoing argument that carrots and peanut butter aren't a Not thing. Really. Yes, they are. I understand it's weird. No, they so, sell like prepackaged carrots and peanut butter, but go on. But apparently Ritz and peanut butter are something I need to try yeah. that I've never had. Yeah, the cra- – okay, but I th- it sounds they sell like people like yeah. pre-made Ritz them. crackers. Um, I know. I was looking for something healthy. Yeah, I, I you do that and all the time. So I went to Trader Joe's, to. got peanut butter, and accidentally bought Crunchy. Actually, ironically, yesterday. 
there's the one I got is not even close to regular peanut butter. There are some really creamy, crunchy peanut butters that spread well. The problem with crunchy is they don't spread well. They don't spread well. Ding, 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 ding. They don't Preach spread it, Jack. Well. One more but time for the people in the back. No. See, just get good at spreading. True. It's not that hard. Like, just figure it out. It, yeah. It's just not I'll how it works. No. It's not how it works, man. It breaks the bread. It t- you do it on oh toast. My. It breaks it apart doesn't. the bread. Eagleson. Just be gentle. Andrew, 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 I understand how you feel this way, but for once in your young adult life, <laughs> all right, just you trust you have, your elders. You have yeah. peanut butter at home. We have show me eight you more years of life of experience. Spreading crunchy peanut butter on soft bread, untoasted bread. Okay. And it not, yeah. And watch that yes. shit break apart like Moses so with the red. After shit. after this pie, that's where it's, you're gonna. Uh, it, 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 it can be even done. if it does it's it, no, it's worth it eating pieces of bread and it no, is so if it spreads well and it's crunchy wrong, wrong, wrong. i see the crunchy's there. better that's it i will say the one thing that i learned from the the tweet apparently the move is to buy like melted peanut butter like that they put on sundays like i guess they sell that i don't think that's like you can probably do that like in squirt bottles and stuff but you think it's any different or it's just melted probably a lot of probably not just like straight nah i think there's probably some added shit in there i can't i don't i don't know for a fact and i'm too much of a pure peanut butter appreciator to to stoop to that level to try it but toasted banana peanut butter sandwich is in a top that's five favorite food of mine on planet earth no, it's not. See, I love I I love that too. Except in a wrap with crunchy Man. peanut butter. I, I I'm not gonna hate it until yep. I you, see it. You take the wrap and you spread out, and then you put the banana in the middle, and then you roll it. It's pretty Sounds good. Like I've done it. I've done it, honest. and it's fine. But you s- crepes are delicious. Well, what's good with crepes? I've only ever had like a few, and they were strawberry it's banana and Nutella, and I don't even like Nutella. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But what about good. like Dude, the crepes that you get like chicken candies. in them? Yes. You ever see uh, Talladega Nights when they're at the bar? They're in the bar scene. He's the French guy's putting Will Ferrell's arm down, and Will Ferrell's saying, "Crepes are just thin pancakes." He's like, <laughs> "Say, say I love crepes, or I'll break classic your arm." He breaks movie. his arm. All right, Ewson, classic, classic final movie thoughts, scene. Peanut butter Canada driving. Uh, driving's fun, how's and the, crunchy peanut butter is the way to go. I think we're headed right. out. Are we doing what the puck? Or are we headed out? Listen, man. Eagleson, I appreciate you appreciating peanut butter. But on this one, you're just going to have to hold the L. Just respect your elders and hold the L. I appreciate your opinion, but I will not fam. be doing Much that. Much love. Peace.